When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, what's up, everyone? Hanging out with another legendary old WWF superstar, Bushwhacker Luke. Man, how are you? Whoa, good day, mate. <laughs> Thanks for having me right here on the loud spot. That's damn right, man. We're going to be loud. We're going to be roaring. We're going to be howling. Because <laughs> you know why? Because we're in the loud spot. Damn right we are. I got, Dude, I got a... a a question I've wanted to ask you. I never thought I'd get the question or have the opportunity to do it. There was a Royal Rumble. I don't remember what year it was. You come in the ring. You immediately get thrown out of the ring. Yeah. Were, were you not feeling good that day? Did you not want to wrestle? Were you like, I, I, I don't feel like doing this shit today? So what, hey, what happened with that? You know, we even talked about this when we went in the Hall of Fame. And Butch says, Butch was out there for... um about 20 minutes before I came out and he was out another five minutes after me. The worst part he pissed off about, he got the same pay. <laughs> I got the same pay as he did. And that, that he was on a, anyhow, that's a situation. I marched out, got up on the apron, earthquake. That's me, right. Took me over the other side of the ring, threw me out. I landed on my feet and I kept on marching. Now Vince played that from 92 Right up to 218, pre-Royal Rumble. Uh-huh. So um, advertising for it. And um, 218, he stopped. I'm mad about that. Uh, <laughs> You're no longer part of it. People that. remember that spot. And they, and they hire me. Sometimes they hire me and ask me, we do the Royal Rumble spot. <laughs> do you ever go back in the ring uh, at your age now, do you ever have fun and, and mess around at all or no? Yes. Yeah, I was in the ring last weekend in Indiana. And then and, uh, I'm still in the ring. See, in, the Wikipedia, in the Wikipedia, I'm second oldest in the world, still performing in the ring. Wow. How, how did you start? So you're from New Zealand originally, right? Yeah. yeah. And then where, where the man who's got a smile on their face is 100 million sheep. So you started wrestling there, then the de- did you start off immediately in WWF? I guess no, no. You had a whole career before then, huh? Hey, I started in 1962, uh-huh. and that and that Butch started in '66, and we teamed up the same year. Or oh, he, he came to the promotion with me in '66. We teamed up, and um, we started going into Asia first, Asia Malaya, uh-huh. and then and up up north of the Singapore. Uh, up north into Bangkok, from Singapore. And then we went to Japan, and we said in 1972, we hear America is the place for pro wrestling. Because all the magazines, yeah. we never even had, when I was in New Zealand, we didn't even have TV. <laughs> when I was first started wrestling TV, we didn't get TV till near 70. 
1970. And that, so there's no wrestling. I've never seen a wrestling match. Wow, man. And then you go pro. Then you go, then you go pro. And then (laughs) one night someone didn't arrive. The second ever wrestling show ever went to. Um, One of the guys never arrived. Next minute. A pair of boots and a tank top was thrown at me. They told me I was in the ring. That's right. What the bloody hell? Uh, now, mate, I know I've been hit over the head with a lot of chairs in my lifetime, but I don't remember that match. And that was my first ever match. What was your favorite wrestling match you've ever? I mean, because the Royal Rumble is always fun and things like that. Do you have a personal favorite match that you remember? Uh, I can tell you one favorite match in the. Um, Wilmington, Wembley Stadiums, um, the old Wembley Stadium, before it was pulled down, we did the last show there, I think it was in, in 92, 93, and you know, it, it held um, something like 104,000. Wow. Yeah, and then, and um, it was full, and uh, you know, to fill a stadium up that far, it takes two and a half hours. Right. You know, to fill that, and that and we were the first match of the night, so the people were dying to break loose. <laughs> it was a six-man tag. Jim Duggan butchered me against, them, <laughs> against the nasty boys in the mouth. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and, right? <laughs> mate, we didn't even touch each other for 10 minutes. The crowd was screaming. We didn't have to touch each other. They were on fire. That makes it fun, isn't it, when the energy's going yes. and everyone's all loud? And- right, in music especially. Yeah, you know oh, yeah. I mean? Then the energy builds up. Yeah. yeah. Was there a time when you were like, you didn't, you weren't really in the mood to go out and perform, but then your music starts playing. And once that starts, you kind of get amped up. You got to give yourself the energy, right? There was a lot of times, mate. <laughs> a lot of times that I stayed up too late the night before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How will I do this today? As soon as I walk through <laughs> that curtains, you, your whole body turns on. Yep. That's right. It's, and, like, and, it's and, like an alter ego, right? Yep. That's why it, it is. They hear that music, the blood starts running, it starts pumping. Has there ever yeah. been a time you accidentally hurt someone, or you accidentally been hurt like yes. more than you should have been? And the other guy's like, "Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, uh, call, call, or like let let you know maybe they're yeah. hurt." Does that happen sometimes? No, 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 I have had concussion from chairs. Oh, oh, yeah, a lot of concussion from chairs and that, and I've whiplash from the back. I've hit the bottom rope with the back of my head and I took a bump and it's a whiplash and I passed out for a small time. So but that, these are not through the other guy. You know, that right. was bad positioning, the whiplash. Right, you know, right, right. Things like that. But um, apart from that, I'm, I've been good. I've never had to sort of fight with anyone in the ring, you know, to take control. So no more throwing chairs at your head, huh? <laughs> no, no, those days are done. The sheep <laughs> days are done, mate. And this was the area where we did all um, Texas, Tulsa, um, Oklahoma, uh-huh. and um, down south, uh, um, the, the uh, states beside here. Mm-hmm. We worked all this area, right from New Orleans right up to Kansas City, and that for a company called um, Mid-South Wrestling. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that was owned by a guy that was a, either in Tulsa or here. Favorite, uh, fa- favorite two last two questions is one is favorite person to wrestle, and number two, do you recall a specific sign throughout your whole career that you've seen? So, favorite person to wrestle, 
and a sign that you might have thought was really that just stands out in your head from the audience member? Well, my favorite piece of the wrestle uh, is a lot of them, mate. Ones that we had, you know, five star matches in big houses mm -hmm. where the people were magic. And a lot of those were before we'd become the bushwhackers. When we were the bad guys, the sheep herders, oh, yeah. you know, we got a lot of you know high star mattress there, and that we had a lot of heat. You now here's the thing too. Another question I just wanted to bring up before I know the Rock's grandfather, Butch, and me used to wrestle in New Zealand and Australia in the '60s. That's the grandfather, oh, High wow. Chief Peter Mavia, and then his father, Rocky Johnson. We wrestled him in Australia, New Zealand, U.S. and and um, Canada. That is father. I didn't even know that his dad, his family wasn't wrestling. I, I didn't know that. Yeah, there was a, a long, you know, yeah, Rocky married um, um, Samoan woman, and that and, and that Samoan's uh, woman's dad was Haiti Peter Marvia. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that guy, he was filling up Madison Square Gardens in the 50s and 60s. Wow. That goes back there. And then, so The Rock's third generation, Dwayne. Yeah, yeah, Dwayne, yeah, Dwayne yeah. The Rock Johnson. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you ever, yeah, you never wrestled with him, though, right? Because he, oh, he came on afterwards. No, I, uh, he, he, his dad had a home in New, his granddad had a home in New Zealand. I say, you, I say you challenged The Rock to a match. Yeah, right, right now. <laughs> yeah, the rock bubbles against the uh, batting ram. <laughs> no, I know that. I seen the kid when he was seven years old, mate. Dwayne Simmons. That's cool. Yeah. yeah and I was, when I was working for his dad, he was around, but he was young. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, but look at him now. Yeah, I know, right? How, how Movie high star. Can you go? Yeah, how high yeah. Did you got the ladder. And last question is: is uh, what I said earlier. Do you do you recall a specific sign ever? That you thought was funny, or because when you're wrestling, I'm do you even look into the the audience. Can you even see the audience? All the lights on yes. you. Can you see the signs? Yeah, you can see the signs and the advertising at the back. Is there the one that says something funny that you just remember? Or no, there's I so many of them. There's been so many of stuff like that, and um, guys putting signs, writing signs on their chest. We we came over as a New Zealand Kiwis, New Zealand Kiwis, and that, and um, we were working against an Indian tag team. Indians paint themselves up. They would put a foot here and a foot there, and underneath it would have drop kick. <laughs> just as a joke. You know, right, they, right. They, they'd make those fucking Indian war things into jokes on themselves. Crazy guys. That's fun. What? Well Man, I Great appreciate you. Here, mate. I appreciate you. Can we get? Can we get a, one of the? Uh, I can give the old for all the fans out there for a loud spot. This is Bushwhacker saying, whoa, <laughs> yay. There we go. All right. That's love, all time we got. Love you guys. Thanks, Luke. Appreciate it. <laughs> Perfect. All right. We are here with wrestling legend Brutus the Barber Beefcake. How you doing? Very good, brother. Very good. We're having a good time. How often did you come here to Oklahoma? Probably not very often, huh? Well, the old days back in the 80s used to be here all the time. But yeah. The, the territories are no longer, and so we just don't make it out here too much. So a question I got to ask you is when you're wrestling, when you were there during your high days in WWF, was there ever a sign that you saw from the crowd 
that you still remember today? Because there's all kinds of signs, right? Or do you not pay attention to them at all? There's always a lot of Brutus uh, signs. So, I mean, I've seen everything you can imagine, <laughs> along with people making giant big scissors. Yeah. And carrying those in, made it, you know, out of cardboard or this or that. So I've pretty much seen it all, brother. It's uh, been around the block a few times. <laughs> Was there a specific wrestler that you enjoyed wrestling with the most? Or you guys had good energy that you would feed off each other? Yeah, perfect. Mr. Perfect. Oh, Mr. Perfect, yeah. Yeah, that was that was I remember him from a long time ago. Super nice guy, knew his family, his wife, kids, his dad. Uh, great family. It's a shame, uh, shame he's not here with us right now. Yeah. When you were doing your if you would get tired in the ring, you get exhausted, and the crowd would go crazy, does that really give you an extra burst? Of energy, because yeah, <laughs> I was in shape, man. I never <laughs> got tired. <laughs> no, never. Are you allowed to get tired? Because you remember back in the day, you'd see like Hulk Hogan would do his whole thing where he'd get all amped up and he's sweating there and maybe even bleeding a little bit. Warrior he's, used to run out there, yeah, shaking, shake the ropes, run back and forth, and that was it. He was done. He couldn't <laughs> breathe. He was. <laughs> <laughs> What was your favorite wrestling event from the Royal Rumbles to the Summer Slams they used to do? Do you have one that was kind of your favorite? That were, were, were they, did they do Monday Night Raw back then? Later. Later on? Yeah, a little later. What was your favorite event to do? I was do? on the first Raw. Oh, were you? Yeah. <laughs> what was your favorite event, uh, pay-per-view event? Well, our WrestleManias, the early WrestleManias were all fantastic. And so I did all those and, and then... Survivor Series here, there, but the uh, SummerSlam '89 where, where I wrestled with uh, Macho Man and Zeus and Sherry yeah. and Hulk is my partner. Yeah, we did two pay-per-views, two pay-per-views with Zeus, and uh, everything came off fantastic. Everything you know, worked out great, and um, and I couldn't have been better. So. Last question. How many pair of scissors do you have? Is there just one you carry around with you, or is there a bunch of them that you have to carry to different events? I have several. I've been carrying around for many years. <laughs> Sometimes I'll tuck some away for a while. Use another one. You know? Going to an airport? Oh, yeah. What do they say when you go to an airport with those scissors? Keep them sharp. No, you don't take them. In the airport, you take them in your check bag. <laughs> okay, you take them in your check bag. And last question. Could you ever give me a haircut? Sure. All right. All right. Let's, let's do a straight razor on it, right? Just take the scissors and just shave it right off. Take the head. <laughs> well, I appreciate your time coming here and doing the short interview with me. Enjoy your time in Oklahoma. God bless, man. Take All right. Now I'm hanging out with Mr. Jamil Holloway, former OU legendary quarterback, right? Yes, From sir. ninth, what, what year is 1984? 1985 to 1988. And you led the Sooners to a championship. The first, the first true fret, the first and only, no, not the only, but the first true freshman to lead their team to a next championship. Do you still remember the that what that felt like? Does that thinking back on it, do you still feel the same, like just energy and pridefulness and happiness that you're able to do that to the team? After, let's see, after 30, after 37, 37 years. God, again, don't I'm remind us. I'm getting old. 32 or 37. Yeah. Which everyone's 85. Um, 
back then not even knowing mm -hmm. and not even understand understanding what I understand now. Mm -hmm. But to know that I'm part of history. Yeah. And to know that I was the first. Yeah. That is that's pretty cool and special because we can always still bring it up. How often do you go back to the OU campus? Do you go there often and, and say hi to the, the newer, the newer, like the freshmen that are still learning? I, I got a couple of um, young friends back there right now. Mm -hmm. Number 56, Murray. Okay. 94, uh, Poe. No, Cole. No, Poe. Let's call him Poco. No, <laughs> no, I don't want to get it. Uh, Isaiah. Okay, 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 okay. Isaiah, my okay. buddy, my okay. buddy. Okay. And then we, and then there's a couple of um, incoming freshmen that are from California. Okay. That that me and my me and my buddies my age. That's their kids now. Wow. So we're getting. So I'm getting a chance to meet them and help them you know, get a little acclimated to Oklahoma. Does it feel a little surreal sometimes seeing your, your buddies, kids now playing football? Yeah, because I don't really follow a team. Right. I'll follow the individuals where they go. Is is that common? You think with a lot of people that went pro, they follow individuals instead of teams. Cause a lot of pros go get transferred from team to team to team. Right. So you don't really have a favor. So you, that's pretty common. I, I think in the pros it is. Okay. But um, not in college because we all going to rep whatever school we went to. Right, right, right. You know, and if your buddy went to USC, whoever they playing that day, <laughs> we going to rep them. But right. we ain't trying to hear about USC. <laughs> right, right. You know, well, you, you went and played pro for a couple of years, right? Yeah, I played um, one year with the Raiders, two years in Canada, then three years over in Barcelona. It was a fun experience. I got to see the world. I come back to Oklahoma and um, have some kids, and I'm okay now. Well, what made you decide to come back to Oklahoma? Was it the college career that you had, or just you found Oklahoma home? Were you are you from Oklahoma originally? No, I'm from California. That's, that's what I thought. I'm so from California. What brought you back to Oklahoma after well, leaving? Well, uh, I came back for a golf tournament um, with a, with my buddy Brian Van, who used to play at OU. Okay, and uh, we came back for for a fundraiser and next thing i know i went over we were at a little bar on 63rd in um 63rd in may oh here in oklahoma city called the outfield it used okay to be called outfield, yeah yeah track bedding. and um the bartender was uh very uh very good tell me with them long island tees way back then <laughs> and um and so <laughs> Here it is, full circle, 20, 25 years later. Mm -hmm. And that same bartender is my wife. Wow, man. And, um, and so that's when I'm, that's the only reason why I'm still here. Yeah. But um, they'll do that to you, man. Yeah, yeah they <laughs> will. They'll, they'll make you stay somewhere <laughs> yeah. um, you know, with me or somebody else, but I'm glad I'm with her. Um, but it's um, it's been memorable. Some kids out of it, and um, I wouldn't change it for the world. Uh, and you and you currently help youth football players, right? You uh, do you, do you volunteer your time at a school, or what? Yeah, um, what are you doing for the for the the I guess the junior leagues? Would you say? Uh huh. The, uh, yeah, the youth football leagues. Um, you know what? I just try to give them, educate them, and and tell them a the little bitty thing. You don't know? get hurt. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> to be, go hard. Play hard, 
Respect the other opponent. Don't help him up when he's on the ground because that's taken away from your strength. But go hard and play the right way and play with an attitude and the edge. Yeah. You know? You have to. You In this day and age, you have to. But even more so, have fun. Yeah, man. Like Your ring looks like it's fun. You know what? What, it, what is that? Is that the championship ring? No, this ain't a championship ring. This is just a little ring. Um, a little ring I got from uh, helping helping some kids out. We donated like a thousand okay. bikes during Christmas oh, wow. time. That's awesome. And they gave us these rings. Um, and so it's um, it's just a ring, but it means a whole lot because I know what I put into it to give back to the communities around Oklahoma. Last question. How often do you go to Sooner games? Every every chance I get. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do they even recognize you still when you go to the games? Yeah, because you know what? I'm usually down there. Uh, I usually have this jersey on, <laughs> so they got to recognize me. <laughs> right. Or they think that, uh, okay, well, he's a he's an old guy, or <laughs> he's a young one. But, uh, but yeah, I, I go down, and I, especially now since um, we got the new coach, we got Venerables, love Venerables. OU's going to do it again. Uh, defense is going to rise to the occasion. And they always do. Oh, see, they always de- do. Defense is way more far advanced mm-hmm. than offense. So Sooner Nation, give our kids an opportunity. Give the quarterback a chance. Let's not boo him when he starts messing up because he's going to mess up yep. because he's new. Yeah. And he has to get accustomed. Because high school and college is and then you go from college to pros, even more different, right? So, and, and even more so, there's a big difference between uni, uh, uh, University of Central Florida and the great University of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. That the pressure that I don't want to say pressure that he has, but the pressure that the quarterback has this year, mm-hmm. nobody's an all American, so it makes it really to me good for the team because nobody's that one prominent player. So we're going to see who's going to be who's going to step up and be that man. Right. And hopefully it's going to be the quarterback. It's exciting to watch. You know, I'm, I'm I can't wait. Especially when we go black and play Lincoln, mm-hmm. I mean in Nebraska. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to love that. Dude, I didn't even, I'm not even going to lie. I did not like college football until I moved to Oklahoma. Because I'm from, in California, I was a Niners fan and a Raiders fan. I'm from the Bay Area, okay? okay? okay. So I'm from the Bay Area. I came to Oklahoma, and everyone's college, college. I said, man, who the fuck watches college football? Apparently, a lot of I'm people watch Oklahoma. college football, like everyone in Oklahoma. Well, since you say you're from the Bay, I'm sorry. Because, <laughs> I mean, I'm from I'm from Southern Cal. Right, right, right. And you're from Northern. But, and you played for the Raiders when they were the Los Angeles uh, you know, Raiders. Just the practice squad. Yes, okay, okay. Uh, and um, But y'all had Cal Berkeley. <laughs> you know, y'all have Stanford. The only thing we know about Cal Berkeley and Stanford is the marching band. <laughs> and, 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 and them spiking the ball and that flea flicker all That's over the probably why I didn't watch football. That's probably why I didn't watch football. Hey, buddy, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Hey, see, look at that. He got balls. He got look two at that. Yeah. I mean, good. Great. Easy. Hey, hey, easy. Yeah. We got people over here, over here talking to him. So my wife ran into you last week. Uh, he did a five by seven for my son. He had never all right. Well, can you want to come over here and say what's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, let's, get, let's get a fan over here saying what's up. We're about to end this podcast. I'm a, I'm a professional wrestler. Oh, he's a, a professional yeah, wrestler. wrestler. Yeah, I wrestle for Detroit Your Narrative. 
All right, let's yeah. get you on tomorrow. All right, let's do it, man. All right. All right. Jamil, I'm going to let you get back to it, right. man. Thanks, I know you got a busy sir. day. Thank you so much for appreciate coming on my podcast. The time, we'll bro. talk to you soon, too. All right, All right, All right guys. All right, thank you. This is the loud spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does nothing short of tragic have his back again? Yes. Does everything that's good really have to end? Yes. A pin post has to pin show so to get more episodes, make an order. This is over. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.